Welcome back to It's a Guy Thing podcast. Uh, thanks for sticking with us and being loyal. Uh, we're here for a new episode, and we promise to keep them coming. This is Rick. This is Michael. And this is Mario. And let's get it on. Dun, dun. I don't know about you guys, but last time I was at the president's, you know, ball, and uh, I was just talking to Cloris Leachman and uh, <laughs> fucking Al Gore. We were having a good conversation. I mean, that's what I consider fun, so I don't know what you guys <laughs> do for fun. You know, fucking incredible pizza. That's, that must be like hell. You all right there? <laughs> yeah. Is it, is, it a, is it a monologue? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm auditioning for the role of fat, lazy guy. Number one. And I'm auditioning for Fat Lazy Guy number two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mike's laying on the floor, so he's doing the Lazy Guy number, King's, number one. The King's Speech sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw that. Is that any good? I've never seen it. Oh, okay. I don't like movies with the word speech in the title. <laughs> I don't even understand what that's supposed to mean. Because it sounds boring, doesn't it? I'm going to break this the chair, The King's Mike. Speech. That sounds like it's a movie about someone preparing to deliver a speech, which it is. Yeah. That sounds boring. I'm yeah. sure it's a good movie, but it sounds boring. Don't be sure. You don't know. Could if there was like, hey, you're going to check out a... Colin Firth is a good actor, though. So oh, he is. He is. It's not so but bad. if someone's like, oh, you're going to check out Brad Pitt, he's sending me that movie called The Papal Address. Hmm? Huh? Papal. People? Does that sound interesting is my point. No. Right. That sounds... No, all I can think of is to make fun of it. Or like, if someone to call like, oh, you're going to go see uh, Anne Hathaway in The Monologue. Yes. She's not naked. Maybe. <laughs> it's the first movie where she doesn't show her tits. Uh, maybe. Uh, she's hot enough. I'll, I'll still watch it. She's pretty for having a bad taste in men and bug eyes. Who she? Who she? Dated? She was with that guy who was like a fucking like a like who's like a fucking Bernie Madoff Jr. I don't know. I don't know. I don't read the the magazines on the way out of Asia. Neither do I. That's just shit that's on Yahoo. Anything that. I ever sound like I know about it's whatever that's on Yahoo that day on the headline <laughs> while I'm taking a shit. That's so you're, the only so thing I know. That's the only fed. thing I know about what's going on in the world. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm gonna you're not recording this, right? Yeah. Oh good. That's why that's Great. the big giant thumbs up just a minute ago <laughs> before Mike officially passed out. Anyways, okay. Well let's go. <laughs> Getting right on it. I'll just leave out my controversial political statements for when we're not recording. <laughs> Well, why not? Why not be? Why no, not be? Because no, uh, I'm the only one that's on the limb. So let's move on. No, I'm on the limb all the time, man. Let's move on. What's our topic for today? We're just gonna do it. Do it that way. We're not gonna roll in it. Oh yeah, yeah. It. Go ahead. <laughs> oh no, I'm not doing it. We've already decided that I'm just like the worst at at uh, at talking. I didn't even know we were recording. That's <laughs> that's with the big giant thumbs up. I don't that's have a symbol. You got ambushed. Radabush. <laughs> you got Radabushed. Remember him? You got ambushed. What happened to that guy? Andrew, are you out there? If you're out there, send us a message. Say hello. Mike's reconnecting. I'm not on Facebook, so I don't know what you're up to. So let's. Are you want to just dive in? What is the topic, Rick? Uh, That's an ambush. (laughs) Yeah. No, actually, this is we're back on we're back on on schedule. Hopefully, we're back on schedule with it's a it's a it's a 
guy thing dot com <laughs> podcast. No, it's a guy thing backslash podcast double com. double zero x y dollar sign. Okay, just just so you all know, because <laughs> because I am all about uh, about uh, being transparent. It is <laughs> one o'clock in the morning. We're very tired. Rick's We're very bed. drunk. Mike just the first... Mike just got up off the floor for a little nap, a little nappy nap, and I gotta go you to know, work in you know seven what woke hours. Me up? Hearing myself falling asleep. <laughs> when I heard the it was that ghost breathing I heard here. myself I was like whoa better get up so I'm back he's back on and track we're he back. did an eight ball he's ready to go <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not gonna transition this puppy so somebody else no no it. so we, uh, it's not on this particular recording but earlier we we're talking about um, uh, again trying to get back to some cohesive angle of of discussion <laughs> which we like to go off cohesion of. is nice no no but we were talking about this is this is always a thing that it's interesting to talk about because you know like the guy thing right yeah that's the thing we've talked about it's the name of the podcast obviously and it's something that we we stray from quite a bit which is fine because for me being a guy is living in the tangents because yeah, that's all i do all you do. know what i mean um, it's hard to concentrate. It's hard to focus. Well, you have re- you have uh, refrigerator blindness, as the women call it, I believe. No one's <laughs> ever told me that. that, but I've heard that. My mom told me that once. Like I always laugh at all the stuff that you see. Are like, well, I guess you don't see it because you're on Facebook. But Sarah's like, oh, look at this. It's funny, and it's always making fun of a guy because the girls are like, oh, blah 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 blah, and the guy's like, in his mind, he's like, did I download that game? I forgot if I downloaded that game. Hopefully I did because I get double XP this weekend. <laughs> you know, and she's like, should we have kids? Oh, my God, he's not answering. Why is he not answering? Is he, is he, he doesn't he want to so have kids. He doesn't it. even know if he wants to be with me. And the he's guy's like, like, do I want Hooters he's or like, do I want Buffalo Did I flush the toilet before I left? Because I don't want her coming back to that. I, I flushed the toilet, right? Yeah. My yeah. big thing, usually nine times out of ten, if I look strained or that I'm not paying attention, <laughs> it's because I'm going, did I Forget turn off? something? No, I, I'm thinking, did I turn off the dryer? That's nine times oh, really? out of ten. That's exactly what I'm worried about. Wow. Did I turn off the dryer? Did I put the toilet seat down? Did I lock the door? <laughs> Those are my neuroses. Wow. But anyway, so going along the lines of that, we were talking about um, guy stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And all the different things that that entails. But one of the things that you can kind of pinpoint about, air quote time, yeah, guy stuff is things that, stereotypically guys learn throughout their life mm-hmm. sp- specifically in their formative years right right so we're talking about so simple things like how to shoot a gun uh for those hunt, in texas how how to clean an animal you shot how to change your own oil how to change a flat a tire, tire yeah um how to barbecue how to camp how to grill how to grill yeah um how to can your own preserves no, it's not no, that's okay, not that's a good thing. No, I don't Some, think so. Uh, <laughs> that's a gatherer thing. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's all kinds of things, like lots of stuff. How to and kill bugs? That's stuff we we're talking about. So we were kind of dancing around that and touching on that, mm-hmm. and and kind of quizzing each other. So we figured we'd expand on that here. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, I'll start it off first of all. I know uh, one of the first things Mike and I did as a two by two couple, uh, my wife and I, and then. He and at at the time, wife or girlfriend? I I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, so <laughs> that first camping, time we all four got together in the camping, yeah. that was a while tub. back. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was a while back. back. Yeah. Uh, where was it? Uh, the falls. Um, Pedernales Falls. Pedernales Falls. Yeah. Mm. I had never been camping Niagara before that. Falls. I don't know if I told you that. I think that I remember time. that you hadn't been camping. I had never been camping. So oh, I'm not. A, Mike knows that, and I always he always thinks I don't like camping, but I just don't know how to camp. Yeah. Well, I didn't either. 
But I, yeah. I was like, well, I'm going to trust this guy to show me. Mm-hmm. So, and it worked. cooler weather, you'd be down to give it a shot? Mm, maybe. Cool maybe. weather was nice. Does it, it was depend really on if running water. Does it depend on the people? Clean restrooms. No, it was nothing to do. Like, I, like, Monica Bellucci could ask me to go camping, and I'd be like, whoa. Is there a clean bathroom with air condition? There's that's, no air condition. That's what I'm saying. That's the thing. Like, that's why I said cooler weather. Yeah, it's that would still clean bathroom. Is there a clean bathroom? It's clean. It's clean. That's people clean. shower there. Yeah, it's not disgusting. So. It's just not <laughs> no, your yeah. bathroom. It's not the a, yeah. It's not a third world. It's not weird. Trash dump. No, it's it's not weird unless you're unless you go in and somebody's showering it's in there. More, it's more it's more civilized weird. than you think about it because mm-hmm. the state park campsites are set up where they can make them as nice as you want. Where there's electrical outlets for the RVs and the, mm-hmm. and the actual pop up campers. There's cabins you can rent out where you have basically a full house with a kitchen and a suite and fridge and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Or you can just have campsites where you can set up your tents. Or you can get hardcore and do primitive where you have to actually carry your gear on your back and walk into a wooded area and then just find a spot to pick yeah. out and hope you don't get eaten. Yeah. So And there are wild animals out there. there. And they'll, and they'll, I, was a well, raccoon out there that well, night. Yeah, yeah, it was a raccoon. That's kind of cool. And, uh, and the, and the, but if you're in the normal campsite area where it's like, you know, because it's, it's scored into the ground where you'll see like a little bit of a pavement for your car to pull up on. Mm-hmm. And then there's already kind of a predetermined flat area for yeah. your tent to be laid out on. Normally, no matter what campsite you pick, the bathrooms are walking distance away from that. No matter where you yeah. are, you're centralized to a bathroom, and the bathrooms are routinely cleaned by the rangers yeah. and the custodial service. And so we were like 50 yards away from when it was well, that far. Right. Really what I mean, like, and I, I, I always use bathroom as a joke because that's a thing, but um, it's it's really just, it's, and this is where... It's it, the it, woods, right? No, no. You can poop in the woods. It's no, fine. no, no. What I'm saying is this is where I, I admit about once one of the many non stereotypically guy things about me is that I dislike discomfort. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I love being in the woods. I love walking and being in, you know, like in the wilderness and, and the nature. Yeah. I, you know, I love all of that. So it's not a matter of like, Oh, bugs or spiders or whatever, like, or rocks or sun, nothing to do with any of yeah. that. It's that I like the feeling of being able to go home and like go to bed afterwards or, yeah. you know, go take a shower. And it's that discomfort. Like when I was a kid, I hated being at the beach Little little kid because I hated sand. Sand, yeah. I hated sand getting in all my stuff and all my clothes and blah blah blah. You know, mm-hmm. that's the thing, and that's what I'm saying. That's like where people now are like, "Oh, you're a puss because you don't like you know sweating and like getting sand." I'm like, "Yeah, that's why it's not a guy thing that I learned." You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, camping. You were talking about camping. Camping. I yeah. Cut in on your topic. No, no, it's cool. I mean, like, I mean, that's the thing. You've never gone camping, so that's something you didn't learn. I didn't learn it. Mike, when did you pick up camping? Was it something that you acquired as an adult, um, or were you like a wee below scout? Or no, I had no, I had no formal experience for that. But um, when I was in, I think high school, uh, Jack and I went camping once. Where I think my mom dropped us off at a place. We got our tent and our sleeping bags and stuff like that. And I think it was for some like weekend thing or something like that. I, I honestly can't remember the full details of it, but just sort of <clears throat> asked people in general like oh what are some things you need and it was like you know oh you need a sleeping bag you should have snacks and mm-hmm. um it's always good to have you know just certain little basic items since it's a controlled area the state parks aren't wild you know they're controlled oh. areas but just for fun you know it's kind of just cool to take with you like you know a buck knife and a yeah. lantern for night although oh, i don't need right. a lantern I, that knife I was throwing around yeah, yeah. But you can also just take a flashlight you know yeah and like i'll typically take you know my guitar and i'll 
take a cooler and fill it with ice and beverages and food and Doritos. You don't rough it. To me, camping isn't roughing it. That's not the same thing. I think of camping as just living what we do here with like Doritos and turkey and cheese sandwiches and, you know, beer and ice and sodas and stuff like that. And the guitar, the only difference is you don't have TV, you don't have Mm -hmm. loud traffic and, you know, all that. You don't have area. (laughs) And really it's just going to get darker faster, but you're still hanging out with each other and you're still, you know, having fun and you can actually go and go for a hike and stuff in the area. And it's really just kind of a reduced immersion into your everyday life because it's not like you're without the normal amenities. You know, you still have a bathroom with normal water and soap and stuff like that. But, um, I don't, I've never formally learned again, the whole, you know, not really having anyone to show me anything. Um, I've just kind of picked up stuff over over mm-hmm. over time. Well, you did well as a guide. I mean, I Sarah and I had a blast. Uh, oh, hobo stew, that was awesome. Oh yeah, that's a man, that's mandatory first night that's, every time you go. Yeah. And if we if you can ever come out, Rick, that's the first thing you do is after you've gone through the trouble to pick your campsite, you set it up, and uh, you you set up your tent and all that. That's a very rewarding feeling when you get the tent up because there's a little bit of legwork into it. At least the oh. tents I have, I don't have like those yeah, ready. Yeah, a ginormous in, tent. It wasn't like a ready in two minute tent. It was like because it know, fit all four of us, uh-huh. right? It, it was, was room bit, for five, right? And it had a splitting room between. Yeah, it. yeah. Hmm. And, yeah, it was um, freaking awesome. And then of course we don't. My very very first camping time uh, as an adult was with a sleeping bag directly on the tent's canvas, so <laughs> I could feel the contours of the rock the and the and ground and all and that. Shit. Well, now we take inflatable mattresses too with the sleeping mm-hmm. bags, with blankets, with a nice comfortable pillow because my back can't handle, you know, more than a day away from my bed. And, uh, so try to keep it as comfy and cozy as, as you can. At least this is just completely for me. I'm not saying this is the rule. This is definitely not the guy's rule. Some people are all about primitive camping and power, more power to you. I couldn't even lift half of my stuff that I take. So it's really just about enjoying a nice weekend, but just getting away from city life and your cell phone doesn't work out there. It's nice. It's nice not to have, your phone on you, you know, and you, you take it with you and you have it charged and it's silly because once you're out there, there's no service. So it's over. And it's just awesome because you typically are out there with, you know, people you care about. And so you're really not in any immediate need to contact mm-hmm. people or be contacted. And uh, it's pretty great. So the Hobo Stew is sort of the night's reward for that first night setup where um, so good. I can't fully explain what it is. But I'll say it's worth it, and it includes bread and the actual hobo stew. It's a it's a soupy, meaty uh, combination. It's a special little surprise, but definitely worth the uh, the night's effort. And then the next day, you wake up and you get some. You know, we take a little propane grill and do um, gas gas stove. I'm sorry, propane stove. Do a little bacon and eggs. Yeah, so we weren't we weren't roughing it, roughing it. But mm-hmm. I mean, it was still it was awesome. It was a good experience. Lunchtime, we'll either do like. Uh, Bolio sandwiches, turkey and cheese. I take my spicy Doritos. Dinner time is usually either steak or hamburgers on the mm-hmm. actual grill. And then the daytime activities usually just trying to find like what's the good thing to go do. Like if it's certain parks are more amenable to taking a bike, some are good for camping, you know. I mean camping. For us it was like a hike. hiking. I am really tired. <laughs> hiking, not camping. Hiking. And and actually that's a lot of fun. If you've ever yeah. been to Garner State Park which is kind of the quintessential camp place in Texas. It's uh, got a little area called Old Baldy. And Old Baldy is sort of the awesome little tiny, it's a small little hilly slash mountainous little area you can just kind of uh, hike in a 
circular motion to get to the very top. And then when you get to the very, very top, there's just this giant uh, mound of rocks. You can <laughs> go sit on top of it. On the other side of that, Enchanted Rock is brutal. If you're not in shape, yeah. that is a really difficult hike, hiking up uh, Enchanted Rock. That will test your your wills. I'm typically no, I'm winded. Good. I'm typically winded, and it's just walking, just simply walking up Enchanted Rock. Uh, you will feel how out of shape you really are. So, But fun, yeah. very beautiful, nice high winds up there. feel like you can get knocked off. So. Mm, jeez. Um, yeah, no one taught me how to camp, but I honestly don't think that's one of the things that you – have to have sort of a introduction to i don't think you need a guide or a mentor you could literally just look up online or look Figure up it out. anywhere or ask a friend you know what are some things to take pick a state park buy your pass and get your site and get a tent and go out there and it's amazing but something i've never done to this very day is hunt and mm-hmm. i wouldn't even begin to know besides some type of firearm what to do about that like you know permit where did you go? Oh, yeah. What season is it to hunt? Whatever. <laughs> if you actually do get something, do you got to go and get it? Do you have to? I mean, I have no clue. I don't even know strategically if hunt like to me, hunting is supposed to be hard. It sounds like it's supposed to be hard. Mm-hmm. And then some people talk about it like, oh, no, if you go out to this area, the deer, they just stand there and you can just walk right Mold up to him and down. shoot him like <laughs> what be like those guys that, that like, sounds you, difficult <laughs> you go on the website where the you disabled. just pay and you can yeah. just use or shoot them with a remote gun oh, that's horrible over your internet connection which is mm. stupidest what? thing ever yeah, yeah. are you serious yeah. yeah it's real yeah just remote guns and you just come on you just call duty that deer yeah it's oh, pretty yeah. much it that's really sad and depressing. i mean but like this thing is like i guess that wow like some of these things that I, at some point in my life i was probably exposed to a lot of these things like you know being around family members that would barbecue Mm, and like for me that was like a thing where i was like people barbecue and they'd be like oh don't you want to learn i'd be like no not go inside and play or like play you know i I was here like as a kid like you know uh you know uh like my stepdad would be like oh you know like or, you know, I'd be, I'd be with my dad, and he'd be like, oh, let me show you how to do this. And I'd be like, oh, never mind. And they'd be like, never mind, get out of here. I'm going to see you. Because I'd, I'd have yeah. zero Looks interest, combative. or, like, I'd start, like, you know, getting distracted and start playing with shit, you know, whatever. Yeah. Or, like, hunting. I mean, like, I went hunting, I guess, once. Oh, really? I, yeah, no, I've actually oh, been hunting. That. And that's one of those what things. Were you, what like, were you hunting? Deer. Oh, yeah. And... So if I could digress into a, a, a an anecdote about that, yeah. that's the thing. It's like, uh, I'm, I'm again like so many other things we talk about. These they're things that can easily become like sensitive topics of people. If I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't like hunting, people like the first response is like, oh, well, blah blah blah, and they have to defend hunting yeah. as if it's, you know, like you're insulting them. And that's not really like I've been hunting. Like I've yeah. know, as a kid, like you know. Uh, you know, uh, we used to go to the gun range and like shoot pistols and shoot rifles oh, and stuff. Cool. And I, I did all that stuff. I was a good shot. But the thing, the part that never transitioned for me was that the one, the one, one of the times I remember actually going hunting, um, it was the same deal. Probably the big turnoff was it was early in the morning. We yeah. were out like somewhere like in Carrizo Springs on a, on a, a deer lease that was owned by a friend of my grandfather's or something. And we went with my, my dad and my grandfather and, uh, another uh great uncle and uh so it's like we went out there like you know we're out there like at five in the morning and uh they're up in the blinds right 
Mm. Like my grandpa's in one blind, my dad's in another blind, the uncle's in another blind. And it's not like a real social thing because, right. I mean, maybe it is now the way people do it, but the way I remember is you sit in a blind by yourself and someone's in a blind by themselves and there's no cell phones or walkie talkies yeah. or iPods or iPhones to, to mess with or to watch movies on while you're waiting. It's a, you're just sitting there by yourself. Mm-hmm. And I get that. I get whatever that is to people like you're yeah, one with nature and, and there's peace in nature and all that shit. Fine. But I remember like not wanting to get out of the bed, not wanting to get up and go sit in the blind all day long. So I was asleep in the back of my dad's, uh, my grandfather's camper. Mm-hmm. in his truck and I was dead asleep and I woke up because I heard a gunshot right like a 223 rifle right mm-hmm. loud as fuck and I remember jumping out and, and my first instinct as a kid and I was you know probably in elementary school like second wow. or third grade or something and I was absolutely terrified yeah because I wasn't that prepared was, for that I wasn't prepared for it and that's probably yeah that's around the time because i had like a little 22 or something so it's like i'd already bit shot guns before you know but i was terrified and i immediately thought something bad happened because that's Mm. how my mind works yeah and i jumped out of the back of the truck and i went running towards like the sound and i'm like you know kind of upset about like what happened what happened oh my gosh you know and you know my dad had shot a deer and you know from up in the blind you know, from whatever, how far away it was. And he had hit it, but it wasn't a kill shot. Like, he had hit oh, it below, man. like, you know, wherever you're supposed to hit it in the neck, the yeah. sever the artery or the spine or whatever it is you do, it was a little bit below that. So it had this giant gaping fucking hole in its neck. Oh, my God. And that's the thing. It's like, this thing's fucking flopping around, bleeding and dying. And I don't have a problem describing this because that's the real shit, you yeah. right? It's like, it's not like, oh. It just fell down, and you just they're saying you know you're eating it. No, yeah. it's like it should. So you're watching something's life disappear mm. forever, and you know it was one of those moments as a kid. I was just like at that moment, I was like, no, yeah, not for me. Like I don't care. Like my people in my family hunt. People in my family hunt now. So it's not a, a thing where I'm like, oh, that's stupid. You're dumb. It's like I yeah. just know that's not for me. Yeah, you may not like, you know, playing video games or eating a taco truck, but like that's not for me. Yeah. That, you know and it was that that probably that specific event and it just had mm. no interest and then even going forward later in the day we were walking in the woods and together as a group and i had my little 22 i was just holding it you know like i think it was like little shooting it like cans or whatever they had set up for me and this big ass jackrabbit runs by <laughs> and it's like you know probably say i don't know 30 40 yards away enough that you'd probably need a scope you know if, yeah. if you're not awesome and i remember them being like oh you can shoot it like here's a chance you like shoot it you know and we can eat it and it's not like you're just killing something it's like right you did ready oh i didn't even mention the fucking cleaning of the deer and oh the yeah gutting that's it. horrendous and that's disgusting shit they gotta do right that's fine i'll eat the shit don't get me wrong i'm yeah. not, I'm not oh, yeah. you know, I'm not, venison's amazing you know um but we're walking and um they're like shoot it and I'm like, okay. And I got my, and it's like, I'm the pressure of that. And that's yeah. the one thing in the world I hate is people going, do it, just do that, do that, do that. And I'm sitting there and I look through the site and I see this little fucker just sitting there and like nibbling on fucking leaves or whatever. Yeah. And I said, I can't, I can't do it. Like it's just, and my, my great uncle grabs a gun without even looking to the fucking scope goes, Pah! and just fucking shoots this oh, thing in the head. And there they are cleaning it and doing all that. Oh man. So that was my, traumatic. one of my few experiences with hunting, that, yeah. you know, and from then on, like, I, you know, lost touch with whatever that is. So now, like, yeah. if someone asked me to go, I'd be very weary because I, whatever I probably should have been 
you know, uh, taught. taught, I didn't learn because I, at that point I kind of just shut down to it, you know? So I don't know, but you guys Man. said you haven't ever been, no, before, I've, like... I've never been hunting. Um, I knew a long time ago it wasn't for me. And, and, uh, I think one of the first times I realized that I was at, uh, an uncle's house and he had like deer heads everywhere. Mm. And just as a kid being in his house and being just like horrified, like it's a head of an animal. Mm hmm that once had blood flowing through it and a brain and thoughts and, and children. children and you know and then i thought back to bambi and i'm like oh i hate my uncle you know my uncle's horrible <laughs> you know later on i realized that he's not really horrible and you know it's yeah he's just a racist but anyway because <laughs> <laughs> that's okay no <laughs> definitely not but like i just really i was like that's not for me at all and then when i picked up fishing because I, I think fishing and hunting are similar in some ways but dissimilar yeah no i, I in understand other ways like I, uh, I don't know fish maybe do have feelings i don't know according to kirk Cobain, they don't um <laughs> but like i enjoy fishing but i've discovered that i don't enjoy cleaning the fish mm-hmm. or killing the fish mm-hmm. which is even worse because apparently i love torturing them with a hook in their mouth like yanking their face like off. yanking their face off taking the hook out and taking pictures them. with them and then throwing them back in which i guess is horrible too but they live at least, you know, just with a hole that grows back in like a few hours or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure does Mario. They don't just like, float to the top like and get eaten. Cat, by catch and release body. swimming, uh, <laughs> fishing, catch and release yeah. fishing. Yeah, exists solely for sport, right? Mm-hmm. That's the whole concept. To me, it's 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 a fun way of fishing without all the work. Like I actually went fishing with my father in law, and we went to Calaveras, and we brought in a pretty good haul of catfish and. Some of those suckers weren't dead when we were trying to skin them. Like, yeah. that was a horrible experience. Right. And then there's a shitload of bones in them, which is the other horrible experience. Yeah. It takes forever to, to skin them yeah, and and fillet them properly and clean them and everything. And there's guts that you have to pull out. And there's, like, oh, don't squeeze that too hard. Oh, it now, it's, the poop now there's poop everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You ruined your meat. Um, so, like, I, I think I finally decided that that's not for me. So catch and release, while I don't really consider it a sport... I mean, I consider it a nice way to pass some yeah. time, and it's fun. I mean, it, when you have something on the other end that's fighting, and yeah. I guess it's horrible because now I think about it even more, it's fighting yeah. for its dear life. Yeah, you know, but yeah, you hunting, no, fishing, never been, never Either been, one? neither, never been. I've always wanted to just for the experience of it. Fishing for sure, I would love to try. Hunting, uh, it kind of be one of those depends on what and where yeah. and what time of year kind of thing. Um, zombie apocalypse what zombie apocalypse it's the only way that you're gonna survive that's never gonna happen it's never gonna happen sorry folks sorry walking dead fans it's not real 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 it's a real snot so but let's say you're in a situation where something happens and you're forced into the woods but that's the thing you you have to like this just kind of, I'm not being shitty, but like discount the fact that like survival, like really, like yeah. you have to hunt. Like, of course, I would hunt if I had to, if I had to yeah. like feed my family. Well, there's some or, people like, that are just straight up like, no, it's never gonna happen. I'll eat no, berries. No, I mean, like, that's zombie not gonna apocalypse. Work. Is that what you're talking about? No, just in general, like, like hunting and like as a moral issue, like I would never hunt. I'd rather die than kill an animal. Like that's a that's a completely different thing because that's a scenario that most people are never gonna be faced with. Like you're not gonna be like in the woods with a fucking knife and. Bambi, yeah. having to make that decision to feed your family, like it's not going to happen. And if it does, True. it's probably your own fault because <laughs> you got lost. <laughs> so too bad. That's nature. All right. So so <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we've knocked out hunting and fishing. 
Mike, I know you, you've got a grill in the back, right? Right. So, mm-hmm. I, Rick, you and I don't grill at all. You don't grill, right? Uh, no. No, neither but, do but I. But see that... Choose your words carefully. You're saying you don't grill as if you say, like, well, you don't dance. That's like, well, no, I no, just no. don't know how. Well, neither and do I. And I'm too lazy to learn. And we both live in apartments, and we can't grill. Right. So, I mean, that nixes that. Right. And it's messy. And, and it's messy. Because it's nice, because, like, I know I'll someone keep... like Mike who knows how to grill, or Nick, and they go, hey, I'm grilling. I'm like, cool, I'll bring yeah. lots of beer, and I will watch you grill, and And eat. I will eat yeah. lots of food. Yeah. There has to be the cooker and the, the eater. So how did you learn how to grill? Um, that one I just taught myself. Like yeah. I watched my grandfather when I was a little kid. He uh, used to get the big um, barrels that I think used to have either molasses or honey in them or something like that. And because uh, my grandfather worked at the Rainbow Bread Company when it was oh, here cool. in town, and uh, he would get these barrels and bring them home. And he, um, I know, I remember him cutting one of the barrels in half and then welding metal. Mm. legs to the bottom of the half of the barrel and then he would just put a grate across the mm. the barrel use the other half as the lid and attach two welded bolts to both ends and so he made a barbecue grill out oh, of that and cool. so i watched him very very simply this is literally what i would watch him do we'd go to the store he'd get a bag of charcoal throw the charcoal and this was my favorite thing to do by the way was to get the charcoal and throw it into the into the pit spray lighter fluid <laughs> yeah. everywhere yeah. and then throw a match on there normally what i would see him do is just the match would kind of light real light and then he'd get the fluid and then fire that oh, spray yeah. on it and then you'd see the flames go super high and i remember as a little kid like being right next to it he didn't like say get back or anything and i could feel the heat like, <laughs> yeah. on my face pretty dangerous but oh, yeah. as a young adult when i got my first grill as well uh that was i bought a smoker grill as my first grill and that was the first thing i started doing was putting in that charcoal and just doing i just i literally would just repeat what i saw yeah it's the same way i learned how to play basketball no one really taught me i just sort of saw people shoot and thought well that let me pick the guy who shoots best and who scores the Mm. most and i'll emulate shooting technique off of what i watch and that's what i did with barbecuing too so when i bought my first grill i think i was like i was like 22 and uh, it was a smoker grill and i would just buy that charcoal and light it with the fluid and get those flames going and then later i started learning actual technique i started learning you know, to use wood or hmm, smoke yeah. chips and this and this, and that the actual like charcoal with the gas wasn't actually the best thing for it. And I also used to like put my meat on right after the flames were up. Mm-hmm. I didn't know like to let it get white and stuff like that. So I started learning oh, little things here and there because you're trying to burn off those chemicals. The yeah. charcoal, the brick, the briquettes, briquettes have okay. natural yeah. chemicals and stuff like that. And so the flames are, you're supposed to let them get a white hot ash so that the fire's at its hottest point. And I think also to get some of those chemicals out. Hmm. And so... And not into your burger. Yeah, exactly. And so I started learning stuff like that. And I started learning how to use, you know, actual like real wood. And then I started learning about propane grills and stuff like that. And it's just been one of those trial and error things of like, you know, I ask people like, how do you like your burger or your steak? And they'll say like medium or medium rare. And so I've learned, you know, the one thing I haven't yet to try, Nick and I have always wanted to do this, is do our own brisket in the grill because that oh, requires man. tons and tons of hours maintaining a certain heat with a certain wood and keeping keep feeding that fire and stuff like that it's a lot of patience and a lot of work that goes into it but we've always wanted to both try it together and like start in the daytime and just go all through the night and just get a bunch of beer and just take it all all the way till we get that brisket done but everything else i've tried and a big big part of it is just false confidence pretend like you know what you're doing and try not to burn the thing you know and when you first first start learning how to grill steaks i think anyone who's ever tried could tell you 
you probably flipped it like 50 times just because you keep checking it. Yeah, you're not as supposed you, to, right? As you learn, yeah, as you learn, the thing should be flipped once. You know, it yeah. goes on, it cooks for a certain amount of time, you flip it once to get the other side, and it's done. You know, whatever amount of time that is. And that, that's it where steak's concerned. Yeah. So grilling is just one of those things where over a period of years, I think you just pick up stuff from other people. You see stuff on TV, you see articles online you see a youtube video here and there and it all kind of matches up with stuff you do and you're like hmm that's a little trick i didn't know and hey that's something i was already doing it reinforces something you tried on your own and at the end of the day the the taste is the the key you know when you you pull it off there and you're like oh that actually worked out you know and then you start learning you know what rubs to use or sometimes with spices Mm -hmm. less is more when it concerns certain things like with steak now i've learned i'm just salt and pepper that's it i I used to do all these crazy rubs and get all these different spices and add all these 50 different things in there and hungry now now it's just salt pepper and done Mm -hmm. and you let you buy a quality meat so you can taste the actual meat so that's the kind of stuff that i just i've picked up on that based on what i taste when i cut into it and i try it out and like, hmm, you know, this is really, really spicy, really, really salty, and I can't taste what I'm eating. So uh, when I start seeing things like Allen Brothers catalogs that have, like, the steaks for sale where you can order them oh, yeah. and they ship it to you or whatever, Box and that stuff meat. is insanely expensive. If you ever heard of, like, Allen Brothers or, like, uh, mm-hmm. Omaha Steaks and stuff yeah. like that, Omaha Steaks is, like, entry level. Mm-hmm. Allen Brothers is, like, prime above prime. Mm-hmm. And prime beef is considered, like, the uh, top 2% of all beef and it's considered top quality because it's, you know, the cattle is fed with yeah, a certain high quality of this and, and that. And then the marbling is another quality you look for, you know. What's marbling? Marbling, uh, marbling is the fat content. But it's not just like a big slab of fat on the side of the meat. Yeah. Marbling is described as like small little thin pieces of fat that go throughout the meat so that when it's actually like the on the stuff. grill. Yeah. yeah. Right. So but when it's on the grill, nets. it'll melt into the meat. They actually make like fat nets, right? Like it's like it's a netting that you can put on your I've never meat heard of as marble like fat the, net. Yeah, well, not exactly what it's called, but it's like this yeah. this netting material <laughs> that is supposed to be like fat so that way it makes the flavor come out. I've never heard of that in the mm-hmm. meat. Ever. Yeah, I've I've seen I've seen them wrap like catch the fat yeah, I've seen them wrap something in. I can't remember no, what it was. That's, like a, that's new to me. But not not on a grill though. But when you when you start talking about smoker and stuff, I'm like, I don't even know what to tell the difference. I mean, I know propane. I'm scared of. That's about it. And and see the propane grills. I've learned too. Like you have to turn them on and let them also burn for a while, also so that that chemical and propane stuff isn't like right getting into your into your food and stuff like that. Hmm. So for me personally, it's just been about trial and error. And yeah. honestly, I've just kind of taught myself most of it. If I was going to like show you guys both what to do, I would say, what is it you want to make? For how many people do you want to make? What's your budget? And we could buy a very, very basic grill, even for apartment cooking. And uh, it could be, you know, it could be charcoal. Yeah, it could be charcoal. It could be wood or it could be a small propane thing, you know. And, um, you know, if you're just always going to be like, I just would really love to like throw two burgers on for like me and the lady and just, you know, get that going. I can easily, you know show people or show you guys like how to do stuff like that but if it's like super hardcore like i don't know how to like grill seafood i've done it before but i have no expertise for like i'm gonna do crab legs and lobster i've tried it i've done some lobster tails and stuff like that but i don't have like an expertise of when that stuff's done fish salmon that stuff's real hard because yeah you don't know what takes longer too doesn't it? it takes longer the doneness it's harder there's a certain thing where i think we talk about like guy thing i feel like sometimes intrinsically you're just born to 
grill meat and born to get that red meat going. And that mm. seems to be something I seem to be naturally have an affinity for, but all the other things I feel like, like chicken and seafood and yeah, other stuff I'd have to, chicken. I'd have to learn an affinity for. Honestly, me neither. I don't really yeah. feel like grilling chicken. Some you, people love barbecued chicken. Well, you know it's like I the last care. thing I want. I, I think when, when I was, when I was younger, we ate a lot of chicken because it was what was cheap, you know, it was right. what was available. And right. I just got tired of it. Like when I was probably like, 16 15 yeah just chicken in general oh yeah i'm not a fan of it unless it's chinese chicken like it's like lemon chicken or orange chicken or or something like that then that's different but like seen an orange chicken they're really (laughs) (laughs) i've seen them on the plate as i eat them oh they just when they they have orange sauce like you can just pick up a live orange (laughs) Orange chicken chicken? lick it it tastes like candy i like the lemon chickens you can just squeeze them and just lemon juice shoots out yeah exactly Uh, not sweet and sour chickens those are the ones those are yes some days are nice they'll they'll lick you and then they'll pick your eye out kids yeah exactly (laughs) fucking pull its head off god now i'm really hungry though jesus yeah (laughs) god and Mm -hmm. it's and it's 131 a.m and i'm Mm -hmm. freaking starving now it's breakfast you can make a steak and Steak and eggs and it's breakfast. Go to IHOP. It's a very See, the closest breakfast. I've gotten to grilling, quote unquote grilling, uh, melting pot. What's that? But it's not even a grill. It, you're cooking your own food, but it's not a grill. It's it's um, what's it called? A fondue. You and tip I'm not yourself? talking just cheese. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> no, you tip them. Trust me. Um, Wait, you pay someone to cook your own food? <sighs> yeah, I've always That's, thought it's really stupid, and it's expensive too. Awful. But the quality of the food is really what you're paying for. And it's really good food. Like, it's fresh seafood. It's fresh, uh, you know, meat, beef cattle, whatever, uh, pork, whatever. Um, and then vegetables and everything. So, but you're you're doing it in a fondue, but not cheese. You're doing it in, like, a, a broth. Chocolate fountain? No. That's for dessert. And <laughs> oh the best God. one I recommend is s'mores. So that's freaking awesome. S'mores. S'mores. So you, you have this fondue pan or fondue bowl or whatever, and it's, it's pretty high heat. You dip your... You, put your stuff on skewers and put it in there or forks or whatever and the general rule is one if by land two if by sea I mean, it's minutes on mm-hmm. how to cook that's the only reason i knew that seafood took longer is because mm-hmm. of that stupid little so what, what just out of curiosity with this place like yeah what do they do they bring it to you what? and they they guide you they're like well what do you what do you want to eat these are the sauces that we would recommend they're like food sommeliers or whatever if i'm pronouncing that properly at mm. 1 30 in the morning all right but like but that's really i mean that and then of course the ingredients themselves they bring it to you they tell you they make suggestions this mm. you might want to try this sauce with that these sauces are for this blah 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 um but it's really good it's really good food it's a fun experience um but it does take a lot longer to eat because you're putting things in like two forks at a time and you're just sitting there mm. chilling waiting eat How as much you're are eating they that you, you to say more. this nothing <laughs> we are brought to you by the melting pot right. i will say last thing on the grill thing restaurant wise the coolest steak i've ever had so far i wouldn't say it was the best steak but the coolest preparation was in new zealand where uh they did the uh stone Stone oh, grill. Okay. Have you yeah. ever heard of that or seen that? They actually cook it on a stone. Well, yeah, they they have these uh, stones. It's a certain type of stone or granite, whatever it is, and Super they conductive. are they're heated in these specialized ovens, and they bring the plate out to you with the stone on there, and your steak is fully raw. You tell them exactly how you want it cooked, but there's a little chart, and it'll tell you if you want it medium, do this; if you want it well, do this, whatever. Mm. And so the stone. It's heated to like 400 degrees or something like that, but it stays hot the whole time. So when you put your meat on there and starts cooking it, when you cut into it, you have a hot bite of steak from the Mm. very first bite to the very last bite because it's on this stone that's insanely hot cooking it for you. 
Mm. Out there, and I thought, wow, how really how badass is that? But if you did that in the states, people would just put their face on it and sue, and <laughs> you'd, be in, you'd be in court. Be like, yeah, you know, probably. That, that place would be Caution shut down. Hot. Yeah, because we have what? so many we have so many smart people over here. They tried oh, that. God. It was at Jerry World when that lady burned her butt on the bench and then sued him. What for the warming benches? No, it was like a bench that was outside, and she sat on it, and it was too hot. Or maybe it was a warming bench. Did they have those? I thought so, but I don't really. But know. she burned herself and then sued him. Was like, oh, wow. you burned it's my. It's like butt. that McDonald's lady with the, the coffee. coffee. Yeah, oh, I never forget that story. That's a. Is that real? Is that a urban legend? I don't know. Maybe it's sounds urban like legend. A, that should be an episode. Urban legends. It's a conspiracy. Chicken, chicken it's rat nuggets. Rat nuggets. Episode ten continues. Rat nuggets. Conspiracy. Beak. <laughs> Beak. So something else. I don't know. Have you been to that new Buzza Bologna stand? It's a Buzza Bologna. It's like a craft beer bologna bar. It's I don't good. know what you're talking about. It's really good. I have no idea. You guys should check it out. That? That's fake. I how much are they up. paying you? Somebody was like, ooh, cool. <laughs> now, <laughs> no, it's fake. Now, stereotypically. Well, I'm the only person that likes baloney in the world anyway. Stereotypically, guys are expected to know how to fight. Do you guys know how to fight formally? No, I know how to claw. <laughs> scratch. Were you ever taught by anybody? Uh, no. I'm going to say no. Not mm-hmm. like, this is how you take a punch. No. Um, no. Not at all. I've never, luckily, never had to be in that situation. The only people I've ever, I always think about that because, like, people are, I know people that are like, oh, yeah, when I was a kid, I used to fight and blah, 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 you know. And, you know, I believe them. It's just my experience wasn't like that. Like, the, yeah. the way I grew up, like, the only people you ever got into fights with were your own friends. Yeah. <laughs> right. You get mad at each other and get in a slap fight and then make up the next day or something. Um. So, no. You? Did someone no. put, put the gloves on you in no. the backyard and get you to punch a tree? Nope. Got nothing. Yeah. Uh, no, I, mean, I will say, like, no one ever, like, said, like, this is how you do this, whatever. But I remember, like, being as a kid, like, getting beat up, like, by older cousins and stuff. And, and trying to learn from that. And just just being like, okay, well, don't do that. Yeah. Don't put... <laughs> don't, so you learned everything not to do. Don't... Yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, that, that's, a, that's one of those things I wonder, like... Could you? Well, no, I just wonder, like, do people... Is there like people that do that? I guess there is. Like if you're the if your dad was a guy or your uncle, whoever's like the guy was like I fight. Like my, I know my dad had a kind of a rough younger years and he used to like scrap people, but he never talked about it. And he certainly yeah. never like bragged about it. I just n- knew you know stuff happened and you yeah. know. Um, but so but he was so you would think in that scenario if you know someone like that they'd be like oh this is how you fight don't be a pussy blah. and I never remember that I remember like wrestling like wrestling with mm-hmm. cousins or whatever and that's the extent but i guess yeah. again like there's people i guess they do they you know they do the whole thing where they Train. take them in the backyard and like let me show you how to punch and this and that and yeah i guess i don't know hmm. it's such a weird thing see in I, this day and age at least yeah well and then yeah that's the other thing i mean the whole men aren't learning how to fight anymore kind of thing see and i'm the opposite i i took karate i wrestled in school um i was on the wrestling team and everything and i don't like now I have those dreams where I'm in a fight and I have to put all that knowledge to the test and you can't and I throw slow a punch motion. and it's slow motion oh, yeah. or it- I hit the guy or like I'm aiming for his face and as I get closer my fist just slowly goes yeah. down and I just is that hit him a in the getting shoulder. old thing because I know like I think it I is. have those I know Nick said he's had those too I ha- or the running thing those. when you're running and you're running like in yeah. quicksand oh I hate that um, shit man do you ever have those dreams no actually no 
Wow. I have lucky. a lot of weird ones, but not that. Um, you're lucky. Yeah, the the not being able to fight dreams yeah. are the worst. Cause it's always like, and it's not like you're fighting like because you're cool. It's like no, you're, you're defending for your, your life. life, and you're like, oh fuck, yes. and you're like, it, you can watch it doing this. Yes. Like, it's like that scene from uh, there's a was it in uh, the Wonder Years? Yeah. Uh, when he he gets he gets picked on by this bully when he first starts high school or whatever, and yeah. he finally goes stand up to him and he throws a punch and, and it, fucking misses the guy and hits him in the shoulder. shoulder. That's that's yeah. my dream. That's and exactly like, why. And like, that that's stupid dream. what would happen in, in real life. Like that's I'd almost rather yeah. just get punched than that have that happen and look like exactly. A and see, but I've had the training. I was in karate for six years. Yeah, but that's oh, wait, not, no, three that's, years, not four, real. four years. It's not real. <laughs> Kat, no, like I Kat, would spar. The thing, Mario, is Katha's good no, for working up a sweat. No, but it won't I would help spar. You win the tournament. I would spar, and yeah. I took weapons training too. Oh, yeah. and that's the other thing is you I have shurikens, a... man. Watch out. No, what's a shuriken? That's a throwing star. Yeah, Chinese stars. Shuriken. <laughs> wow. <laughs> have you have either of you guys learned how to um, change a tire on the car or change the oil of a car? Yes. Uh, tire, yes. Both. The hard way. I've learned that. Oh, <laughs> both. I can do it. I don't want to do it. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. hate that shit. I wish I would. I, I definitely would say I wish I would learn how to change my own oil in a car because I know I had opportunities and I didn't because I was a, a little idiot. And I would now. I I wish. I really wish I knew. It. Really? Yeah. It's not. It's not that hard. It's just. I know. It, well, that's the thing. Now it's sweaty like sweaty and it's dirty. Yeah. And, and it's what do you do with the oil? You that's know, really the thing. You, like, oh, you know yeah, what it you is. And I'll tell you this too. But my grandfather, I used to do that with him. He used to have me get under the truck, and uh, I I learned how to change the oil when I was like ten. And uh, he just showed me like it's just one bolt, and mm-hmm. it's real pain in the ass to get off. But once you get it off, the oil starts coming out. And he had this. I don't know what material the plastic bucket was, but it was the oil, and he'd be like. As soon as it was done, I always remember thinking how we were. I equated it with being wealthy because they used to watch the Beverly Hillbillies, the black and oh, white yeah. show, and they show the <laughs> oh, opening credits yeah. with the black gold and the oil. Yeah, and I was Texas. like, oh, oil. So that must be worth something. That's so funny. This oil is also worth something, you know? And yeah. my grandfather would be like, um, okay, you know, in a real gruff voice, with Mark, Michael, go take it to the back and. Dump it out, and so there was this corner of the f- of the yard and the property, and that's where I used to dump oh, the <laughs> dump it into the Edwards aquifer. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, it was, was the like, recharge zone. It's like, oh man, I look back, fish. I, I look back on that, I'm like, oh, he didn't know, I didn't know. That's just a sad, in- or I hope he didn't know. That was sad, innocent <laughs> mistake. But what happened to my pet duck? But um, yeah, you know the the oil, oil thing. Slick. I don't. I never minded doing it. I never minded the getting dirty and getting under there and. It's a really fast, simple process. What always freaked me out was the damn using the jack. Using yeah, the worried jack. about the oh, car yeah. falling. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, oh, it really goes yeah. through your head. You're, and when I started doing it by myself, when I had my 91 Ford Explorer, I bought it in 2001 or 2000. And uh, it was a terrible vehicle right from the get-go. And I spent the only the first time I'd ever saved up like three grand for myself, I spent it on that 91 Explorer. I don't know if you remember me having that truck. Yeah, white one, right? Yeah, the white yeah. one, yeah. yeah. And I mean, every single Red thing interior. that could go wrong with it. It's right. See? Everything that could go wrong with that car went wrong with it, with that SUV. And uh, when I would change the oil, trying to find the right place to put the jack, mm. a couple of times I was oh, jacking yeah. it up and it slipped mm, right off. Shit. I was like, well, that was the wrong place to put the jack. And I, that was just me working it so thank god you found out that time I oh know. man i was like that's, yeah see that kind of and that's why i'll just pay for that stuff jump, i'm not i'm not I'll, I'll make that joke oh. we talk about like guy thing i'm not a man when i say i'm like i yeah. i don't have the yeah there's certain the things. tools i don't have the tools in my mental and my physical tool belt to handle stuff like that on the fly it's yeah. more like yeah. i write the checks so that it can get taken care of because i'm 
too afraid I'll screw it up. Not because I don't want to. I'd love to learn how to be more proficient with tools and like, like I have a mechanics wrench set wrench set in my garage, but I don't have much of a. I hardly ever pull it out. It's yeah. usually all about finding your flathead and your screwdriver and your basic. Yeah. How do I hang drill. this frame on the wall? Exactly. With my pictures. Exactly. My the tool the tools we have are for domestication and not for like my buddy uh, Anwar from uh, college. He bought this classic Porsche um, for like ten grand or something real cheap for it was like a nineteen eighties Porsche. And when I visited him once in Fort Worth in his garage, I was like, "Hey, where's your Porsche? You still have it?" He's like, "Yeah." I go in, the entire thing is taken apart. He took the entire thing apart. Wow. Every single nut and bolt. The frame is by itself. The engine's out. And you just see like 10,000 bolts just laid out. And he's like, yeah, man, okay, I'm going to check everything out. I'm going to put it back together. I'm like, are you kidding me? Someone can do that? Yeah. You know, so like, did he? Yeah, did it work out? Nuts. Yeah. Wow, nice. Yeah. He's nuts. He's crazy. crazy. He would send that's me pictures awesome. of him like he bought the thing to like lift the engine and stuff like that. He's an engineer. So, I mean, oh, wow. But crazy. Yeah, like, thing. But yeah. No one really showed him how to do that stuff. He just sort of got into it because he's excited about it. He had a passion for it, and so he was like, oh, "I'm going to take this on." I'm like, "That's that's yeah, insane. That's awesome, man." The, the thing lately that I've been, uh, like you mentioned, I heard you mention it was like the like jumping jump car. starting car. Oh, I was terrified. Fuck that. And that's the thing is, most things that you, you can, can learn, die. you can learn that are useful <laughs> can also kill, kill you. you. Like yeah. so the, like the jacks, like you know, if you change your oil wrong and you drive down the road and all your oil comes out, yeah. you blow your fucking engine, you know. And the the jump starting thing, like, and wow. and now I'm at the point where I, I have to actually, you know, because of my job, I have to. I usually do it maybe, oh, really? you know, a couple of times a month where you know I have to jump start cars with like battery boxes and stuff. Yeah. And it's like every single time, I, like, it's no matter, wracking. Even though I know how to do it now, every single time I read the the back of the instruction where it's like connect this one first, connect this one first. Like yeah. I can't even tell you from memory how to do it, but I can do it. Yeah. Because it's like yeah. that's how terrifying it is, and I always have to do it, and I always go like. And I'm putting the, like the red one back on. I'm like, uh, okay, this might be it. And then, like, yeah, yeah. And, then it, and then it works, you know. Yeah. But it's oh, it's always that, a thing. Dude. Like even doing it like in the rain. I'm like, can I do this in the rain? Oh like, I god, have to, I have to do it because I have to blah blah. You know, whatever yeah. stuff like that. You know can what I hated do doing was putting the grounding one on a. It's like put it on the engine block or yeah. on a piece of metal. No, I'm like, yeah. for years I used to jumpstart people's cars going positive to the positive and the negative to the negative yeah. i would i would just put the black on the black i yeah. never put it on a grounding yeah. thing and i learned yeah. that you're not supposed to connect the full battery to itself on both ends yeah, like, you oh. create a uh, constant current right is that why right i don't even know why i just know you're supposed to <laughs> put, put you're supposed it, to put it on the ground so that way it, it causes it to go into the the vehicle and disperse because if you do a constant current and you get caught in that current, you're in a, you're in a well, loop. There you go. You're dead. I'm, a, I'm a former you know. electrical engineering student. I still don't have a full grasp. <laughs> I on just that, know it's I terrifying. Had to, I haven't had to jump somebody in freaking oh, yeah. forever. I since, don't carry. Since I, I haven't jumped anyone them. since I got in my game. You, That's right. Like, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't carry them, and I've got AAA. Say, hey fuckers, come get AAA. me. AAA. Yeah, and whenever my dad used to have to jump cars. Like I was generally panicked. I would generally get like really anxious, and I'd just run into the house and be like, "I don't want to witness my dad die." <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I don't want to be around it. I know. Well, which is also why I had a fear about propane grills, because my dad would also turn on the gas full blast and go, and fucking big fireball, and I'd be like, "I don't want to be around." I think something. So thanks, Dad. Like something that I'm, I'm, I wouldn't. I don't want to say I'm getting used to something. I'm trying to learn how to do, and I think that's part of that. Like. Mm, yeah, you know, putting the quotes like guy thing, and it's something that my dad always I I kind of as a piece I work with my dad, I learn is that he'll he'll do something. He's like, oh, you just have to do it. 
Like that's how you you learn something by just yeah. having to do it. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you make a mistake, and then you just. And I'm like, I'm such a cautious, me we, too, wimpy person. I'm like, what do you mean, like make mistakes? Like I don't want to make. I want to make mistakes. I don't want to yeah. cut my hand, let alone yeah. electrocute myself. I don't, you know. But it's like I notice time by increments. Like I, I do things where I'm like, wow, normally I wouldn't do that. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's dumb well, stuff good. that I have to do. But like you know, like. We deal with cars that have been wrecked and stuff, and mm-hmm. a lot of times those cars, like even though like the airbags haven't deployed, once they've been in wrecks, they can deploy at any point in time. Yeah. And sometimes you're in the yeah, car, and I'm like, oh, that would scare me. And I'm in there doing something. I'm like this far away from, like as far away as I am from the mic, and I'm like, this thing goes off. It's gonna like fucking knock my head off. Yeah. I'm like an inch away from it, but then I'm like, oh well, like I don't have a choice because I have to get the set of keys mm-hmm. that are stuck here or whatever. Or there's time in the car and there's freaking like blood everywhere and stuff and i'm like i don't want to touch the blood it's gross what if it's blah, blah, blah. and i'm like i don't have a choice right yeah. at this second i don't have a choice yeah there's no other option like there's no like someone else is gonna do it or there's i have to go yeah, run that's back when you're like going, oh shit, you know i guess i gotta do this like i can't tell you how many times i've got like one tiny little piece of glass in my hand and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna die <laughs> dude that just <laughs> like, happened to me like, Sarah broke a Pyrex <clears throat> thing and she's like don't worry it's not really glass i'm like what do you mean it's not really glass <laughs> sharp she thought it was like plastic something it's called pyrex that means plastic so (laughs) so i got this tiny little and it's always the smallest pieces that are the worst slivers i couldn't see it i had to use a little magnifying glass to see the Mm. damn thing and i couldn't get it out with tweezers that's like what you have to deal with in the showers as well Huh? <laughs> oh, that's but that's messed up. Yeah. Damn, what? Um, that's wrong. Really? Making fun of your wrong. penis. That's then. how you that that's where you draw the line. <laughs> that's right. You make fun serious? of my wiener. Oh, <laughs> We're talking about guy things and I have a little wiener. <laughs> so that's the root of all my problems. <laughs> I'm not supposed to talk about that. That's it's private. That's, that makes sense though. Because my private I have a, business. I have a tiny wiener. That's so my that's, private business. If that equate, if the size of your wiener equates to the your ability to do man things, then yeah, there we go. That makes perfect sense. And we're all in the same bucket makes so perfect sense and I'm among good like company doing any business <laughs> so Sarah's like put super glue on it I'm like that's what it was it, invented for man so I put super glue on my finger waited for it to dry and then peeled it off and it took the glass out gross yeah I no used tweezers I, I tried I told you I tried you. you didn't twizzle it why didn't no, she I pull it out because we you? couldn't see it it was so tiny that's what she said and <laughs> that's <laughs> what you have to do within the showers again uh, anyway, the super glue worked. <laughs> That's very cool, Bateman. Okay, what else? So we had so we covered uh, hunting and fishing and grilling and oil changes fighting. and oh. fighting. Um, I did used to get into fights a lot when I was younger. Uh, I got into a couple of really serious fights Ooh. when I was in ele- uh, middle school, and one I knocked a guy out. Oh. I had I headbutted him. That's cheating, man. That's. And he was in my face, and I just like that and you're one of those guys uh but that was it like that that fight that was, was just that how did he how did he deal with that after he woke passing up. out <laughs> well that's the thing is that he doesn't remember it like i i met him again like Ew, three, you're probably a dick he's like one time his fucking kid knocked no, no. me out you're like oh that sucks no, but you know what's, that you know what's like, horrible because like, he used to be a douchebag back then that's why i headbutted him he was a bully and he changed his life no no i i headbutted him <laughs> and when he passed out we were in the locker room and so like Six other guys came and started kicking the crap out of him, and I just I left. I'm like, wow. Know. So you were. Uh, I was I was an anti bully. You were an accomplice to the I w- crime. I, w- I was an anti bully, and then the other bully big didn't fight. exist till like six months ago, <sighs> That's dude. That's not true. Ellen so, told me. 
so uh, <laughs> the other the other big fight, there was a guy that uh, said something about my girlfriend at the time. Said something about her being a whore or whatever. Was she? No, she wasn't. <laughs> she like we hmm. were in middle school. Ex- that's that would that would be a situation. That... I apparently hung out with the with the people that weren't that way. So anyway, okay. he said okay. your girlfriend's a whore, and then you headbutted him. No, no, uh, he bit my hand. Wow, and this, as he was attached, heavy duty stuff, man. as he was attached Biting, to my hand, headbutting. I swung him around and slammed him into the lockers, grabbed him by the back of the head, and just kept hitting him against the locker until what the locker he... popped open. Then I put his head in the locker and kept closing it until he just stopped moving. And I was like, "Oh yeah. shit!" <laughs> See, what frightens me about I got that kind of for stuff, that one. like what frightens me about some of that stuff, isn't like I always thought. Like, I, I don't think I have a problem with being like wanting to be a tough guy or anything like that. And if I ever had to get in a fight or I had to defend myself, I wouldn't necessarily worry about getting like losing the fight yeah if some guy punched me and i was like oh my god and cried or something <laughs> like that would I, I, be I think i'd be okay with that you know what yeah. i mean i'm not a tough guy i've never pretended to be so I, I don't think anyone would be surprised it wouldn't be like oh rick man i always thought you were such a tough guy you got punched in the eye and now you're crying i don't know i don't know if that would happen i hope i never find out you know whatever yeah, yeah. but the thing i always think about is not that i think about like i'm gonna be that guy that the guy will punch me and then I'll fucking die because I like hit my head on the fucking oh, yeah. stairs or like you know some shit. Because or, we're so fucking fragile. Or conversely, like I'll the one time in my life I'll Push have somebody. to get in a fight and I won't even punch them. I'll shove them and they'll trip over a fucking like yeah. a rock and then crack their skull open. And then I go to prison because I pushed somebody. Yeah, and I wasn't even tough. I didn't even like. Yeah, you know, it wasn't fucking Con Air. I wasn't a fucking lethal yeah. weapon. It was just like an accident. Well, and that's you know, what, that's what drives me nuts about some of these action movies where the guys are like fighting for half oh, an hour. It's ridiculous. I'm like, I'm like, seriously, real life would really yeah. be just like you said, yeah. like you the know, runway, like three punches in, Fast huh? and Furious Six, the what? runway. About it. I haven't seen that yet. Six. How long the runway was? The runway. Oh yeah, it was like forty miles long. Thirty minutes of the movie. <laughs> oh god. Actually, it was a loop. That was the problem. It was a circle. He didn't know his face. <laughs> but, uh, oh, but yeah. And that's something you hear about now is like that, you know, not to make light of that for, you know, hurting one's feelings, but like you hear about that in the news. Yeah. People get punched and like some guy died. Like, yeah. What happened? Did he get like, run, uh, he shoot him? No, he, no, punched, he punched him, him and then once. he died. Yeah, this like, happened, this happened like what, a year ago? I mean, that happened here in town yeah, recently. fairly recently. But I mean, that's happened in the news like nationally. You're like, yeah. what? Or you have those people that like those knockout gangs. That's a thing where like people oh, go up yeah. and just punch strangers and knock them out. Oh, and I'm stupid. like, what? Why? Yeah. Like when, that's why? so weird. It's I, I don't get it. And again, like maybe these. I mean, obviously these people are tough guys, and I'm not a tough guy. But I'm like, I don't get it. Yeah. You know, I don't get it. But whatever. That's I'll leave that to the tough guys. But it's weird. Like those dreams that I have of not successfully punching somebody mm-hmm. make me feel like. Like as a man, I should feel like I want to know that I can fight. Yeah. Does that make sense? No. Punch Mike. Let him karate chop Please, you. Please, man, let it rip. He's man. a. But see now, see now, it's it's. I could see, but now you gotta catch up because when you were young, you did karate, which a lot. It's, well, it's like either thing. you were the kid that did karate or you weren't. There was like two kids yeah. when you grew up. It's like the kid's like, hey dude, I'm a green belt man. Oh okay, I can fight. I'm like, okay. Oh, stand right here. Stand right here. Right there. Stand right there and put your hand on my shoulder. No, 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 no. Right here. Okay, what are you doing? No, no. When you put your hand here, I'm going to grab your hand here. I'm going to kick you. And then what if I move? Don't move. You can't move. I have to be able to kick you correctly. I, I'm like, shut up, dude. Like, yeah, it's no, never, no, that's unless you're fighting really another works. eight-year-old who has a green belt, you're not going to have a successful engagement. No, that, that never, you know? But my point is now, Nessie, now you're, you're, you're 
uh, antiquated karate doesn't matter because now someone's gonna Krav like Maga. someone's gonna Krav Maga you dude yeah. they're gonna fucking claw your face and beat you with the fucking ashtray you know like yeah. and you you got no defense for that no Mr. No. Miyagi didn't teach that well that's the, well you that's know? the thing you know you know what you do you download the ebook for Krav Maga mm-hmm. and you read each chapter and I did and it's hilarious because chapter one is like you're in the bathroom and what does it say Grab the soap, use it as a weapon. Yeah. Grab the toilet bowl, well, see, use it as a weapon. Is like in, Grab the toilet roll, yeah. use it as a weapon. I'm like, everything is a weapon. But, like, but that's but all it is. is. Like, it's like, it's funny. Just like, grab it and hit them. Like, I realize that's repeatedly. a real... Yeah, I realize that's, that's a real form of martial arts and all this, whatever. Israeli I get that. Technique. But at the end of the day, like, regardless of whether you know how to fight or not, if you have to defend your life or defend your family... Yeah. Like, that... This isn't like you're fighting over a girl or some guy called your girl. Right. It's like if someone's going to kill me, I'm going to poke your eyeballs out. Right. I'm going to bite your fucking nose off. Like that, the rest goes out the window. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's what it boils down to is like, oh, like Rick got in a fight. What happened? Oh, he bit a guy's nose off because yeah. he was scared. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like that's what's going to happen. Like you, you said, you're going to like if, so, if a guy came in right now you're gonna holy like, field somebody. I'm going to kill you, what would I do? I wouldn't be like. Put your fucking dukes up. I'd grab yeah. the mixer, throw it. Grab the computer, throw it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bike, well, that's it. the right thing to grab do. Grab the fucking sword. Well, the best swinging it. Like, yeah, that's, that that's, would be the best thing oh, to dude, grab. You say, man, the new martial art, man. It's fucking. Problem I got. Pay me $70 a month. I'll show you how to do that. Like, <laughs> throw stuff at people. Yeah, <laughs> like, pretty much. And hope one of them knocks them out. And yeah. then you can stomp on their head until strawberries come out. So, that actually brings up a point using weapons. Is it, I mean, that could be technically a guy thing. So you learned how to shoot a gun. I never learned how to no, shoot a gun. But I was lazy. I never learned how to clean one or, like, oh, yeah, do, like, reload. Did like, it. I was, like, pat, pat, pat. And I was, like, here you go. And I'd hand it off to, like, <laughs> somebody else to reload to it. To do it. Like, the twenty two is easy because it was the kind that you just unscrew the top and you drop all the rounds inside and then yeah. you turn it. But I know how to clean it. You know? Yeah. I no, mean, I don't know about that. By no means. Um, Mike, you ever have to deal with any weaponry? That what? Have, have you ever had to deal with any weaponry? Like in a tough situation? No, no, just no, in, in general. general like, like, are you are you skilled at with the like weapon? You like have a sword you, there. Have, do you know how to use a sword? I, I am proficient in in uh, sorcery. Yes, <laughs> sorcery. Thank you for asking. Larping, sword and sorcery. Larping. Mike likes to larp. What is There's that? There's a tree in the backyard that's just taking <laughs> the shit. Out. That sounds really bad. It's been hit so many times with the, the foam sword. It's the fake fighting with the foam swords and stuff. Live action role playing, dude. Oh. It's like Warcraft except real. <laughs> it's people that are like real, <laughs> real knights and oh, real trolls and man. goblins. I know we've thrown like the throwing knife before, or was yeah. that Jimmy? No, no you that threw was it a few yeah. times too. Yeah. Aside from that, uh, no, just you know regular regular firearms and. Um, oh, okay. So you shot a gun too. So yes, <laughs> yes. No, oh, okay. I, I I make sure to stay try and stay proficient in in owning those and go to the range. Oh, here okay. And there I didn't and, know that. That's cool. And uh, I've always wanted to. I know how to clean it and take it apart and all that stuff, disassemble it. And I've always wanted to, but you guys know me. I, I'm afraid that I'd get obsessed with it. Like you either would. I'd either I'd fire it off and like that would freak me out, and I'd never touch it again. Because you'd be over that. You'd be the guy at the gun shows, or man. I'd be, you'd like, be the guy. Yeah, from, or I'd be, be the like guy from falling learning down. how to use a sniper rifle or something <laughs> like in a week. Yeah, hey, check it out, man. I bought these uh, gas masks and this tear gas <laughs> gun. But what? yeah, I'm on you because you know just my personality. Case. I'm just, just that case. kind of. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, Anyway, yeah. So I'm in. I'm in. This is trying to stay on topic, but like I'm intrigued. Not hurting anyone's feelings, fellas. Don't shoot me. But like I'm intrigued by like the zombie apocalypse thing because that mm. feels like it's a guy thing now. Like it's, a lot more women are into. No, but I'm saying in general, like that's a thing where like 
if you were like yeah. you know well, a kid and you were like i like zombies people would make fun of you but like as an adult people put yeah. stickers on their car that say zombie, zombie attack squad and you're like yeah. oh i built my own gun it's a assault yeah it's like a potato gun it's for killing zombies like i'm not making fun i'm just saying that that's one of those things i'm like i i'm i'm out of touch with that well and as a matter of fact i gotta give a a shout out to the zombie life podcast that had me on as guest uh, about seven years ago eight months ago nine months ago anyway (laughs) you gave birth to a zombie podcast baby (laughs) (laughs) yesterday no but i think you're right i think it is kind of a, a guy thing that that guys get that involved in it not that i'm knocking it either but um Maybe it's that, I, to me, I think it's it caught some of those people that didn't have those guy thing experiences and said, this is my opportunity mm-hmm. to, to teach myself how to be this way or to learn these skills because either they really believe that there is something that could happen or they just want to be prepared for it. Gotcha. You know? Like maybe, the, maybe that's what it was, was that was the excuse for them to, to do what we haven't gotten to do, you know, mm-hmm. to a degree. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I say more power to them. Mm-hmm. Do I think a zombie apocalypse is going to happen? No. Yeah. Is it a fun idea? Sure. But that's not. the thing is like, uh, cool. I want to learn how to shoot a, a bow and arrow again. I mean, I used to be good at in middle yeah. school. I guess. I guess the thing that only worries me a little bit about that stuff is that like, if a zombie apocalypse comes, and you know it will, it shall. It's been foretold. But like, or like Walking Dead. I mean, Walking By Dead. Walking Dead. Walking Dead if is is any. I mean, I don't even watch that. I'm just dropping that because it's oh, cool. Oh, you used to um, watch it. And you read the comics. But uh, if if the zombie past is any you know education for the future is that if a zombie apocalypse comes chances are you will not be killed by a zombie you're gonna be killed by oh, a yeah. zombie attack squad right or just another human trying to survive you're gonna be like yeah. hey I need some gas for my wife and kid and they're gonna shoot you in the head yeah. Yeah, like, I don't want to be around for that world. You yeah. know, I'd rather just go with whatever happens. The first, become a the zombie. First thing. Be the first guy to be like, make me a zombie. Sure, please. <laughs> well, think about it. Like, what was the movie with Viggo Mortensen? The Road. Yeah, Have that's you seen horrible. That movie? Horrible. Have you seen that? Not movie? a horrible it's movie, horrible. but it's a horrible world. It is. Like it that's is. stupid. It's a very sad movie. The whole movie he's trying to protect his kid <laughs> from getting eaten and raped. Yeah, like exactly. I don't even want to see that kind of movie. Yeah, I can't. I mean, like, as a father, I can't imagine having to go through that. I. I mean, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm a wimpy guy for thinking it, but I'd be like, no. "Hey, let's." But it's just not a tough die. guy movie. It's not like it's 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 like if anything, it's like kind of a tale of emasculation because you're yeah. talking about a world where it doesn't matter. No, if you no. have a gun, it doesn't matter if you're a tough guy because there's always going to be tear you down. There's going to be someone that's will willing to do more horrible things than you are. Yeah, and even if you're capable of doing those horrible things, sooner or later you become. What? Mm-hmm. what you lose your humanity because you're right. you become the zombie that's the metaphor people there's yeah. no real zombies it's you become, it's you the, become zombie. the zombie mm. anyways <laughs> <laughs> anyway so what else before i think that might be it i can't think of anything else um, michael michael not, not top of my head no i think that's pretty much it if you guys have any suggestions or any ideas of stuff that we might have missed uh you can definitely let us know uh, www. It's a guy thing. I, I see. I did it again. The www. Https backslash forward slash forward slash forward slash www. Emojicon. That's what we need next. Let's just skip this xxx dot xxx. Just go right to like Emojicon, and that's your website. It's like cat face. Well, cat face mustache. I got close. I a. No, I want full on. Like I want. I want a little. If somebody if somebody needs to look up the website they just oh, there's an emoji uh, 
And it's a guy with glasses and a mustache. They just go, <laughs> and then Mario. Well, you, you know, they started releasing face. other, like, not dot coms, but like dot guru and dot photographer and dot event Why? Stuff. Why? So they can make money. It's not going to catch know? on right away. It might eventually, but. And if you uh, order now, you can have 17 dot whatevers that no one will ever use or cents. care about. Yeah. Yeah. And we're just going to get your $14 forever. And but no one's yeah. going to go well, no, to. But that's the thing. It's not $14 forever. It's $14 for the yeah, first the year. First year. They get you. Then it's a $300 uh, the next year. Ooh. No, I don't, it's not that like, crazy. It's pretty crazy. Like, like, just take it. Like, take my domain. Renewing this one and the other one, I was like, mm-hmm. like, it made me seriously think. Just, just do the old, just, you know, reverse trend and be like, I'm just going to do dot blogspot.com. I don't care. I need to sound professional. Whatever's free. Well, I'm, I'm even debating if we need a website. What's a website? <laughs> and not what's a our website? website? Or, okay, what's a, a website? website? That's how advanced the shit's getting, dude. There's no websites anymore. Well, I mean, like, there's really. No tablets. Like, there's tablets. There's been discussion in the, the podcaster's world about do we need websites? Do we need hosts? Like, we should create hosting? these buildings that send signals into the air and then it plays directly harp. into people's cars. It's harp, but... Der- oh, wait, it's a radio. <laughs> Never mind. I'm a genius. So, anyway, you can find us on Twitter, <laughs> on Facebook, on Instagram, on Vine, pretty much everywhere. Uh, as a member of the 210 Podcast Network, we are partially brought to you by Audible.com, so you can get a free audiobook download and a free 30-day trial. Right, Rick? Free 30-day trial and yes. a free audiobook. So if you want to get the audiobook for World War Z, which is really good. Um, it was actually... the movie. It was, it was really good. Um, you can visit 210localmusic.com slash audible. Uh, it helps us keep the podcast running, and it gives us money, basically, and it's free for you. You can cancel at any time, so as long as you cancel before the end of the trial, you're good, and we make some money off of it, which would be nice because um, we do have to pay hosting fees and website fees because we don't have... We're not on the radio, like Rick said. On the radio. Ooh, yeah, I'm not going to hit that note at, at 2 o'clock in the morning. Uh, Mike's already vacated the premises, so from, <laughs> but from the three of us, anyway. Have a good night, y'all. Take care. <laughs>